Very well, where do I begin? My father was a relentlessly self-improving boulangerie owner from Belgium with low-grade narcolepsy and a penchant for buggery. My mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. My father would womanize, he would drink, he would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy, the sort of general malaise that only the genius possess and the insane lament. Episode 84 Catherine revved up the microwave, I pissed my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. It's magic. We don't have to explain it. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. And that's the last time I'm going to drink sarsaparilla, or at least that much, because that goes through ya. you. Dr- you drink the stuff you put on your pancakes? Yes. <laughs> but don't you put sarsaparilla on your pancakes? Um, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe on the East Coast. What am I thinking of? I don't know. Maple syrup? Well, not syrup, but oh, molasses. Molasses. That's what I'm thinking of. Sarsaparilla. See the... The uh, sass and the molasses oh, okay. had the rhyming <laughs> yes. element there. Hey, Brad, um, good well, to see you, man. Good to see you. Um, who are we sponsored by? We are sponsored by uh, InStockTrades.com. If you order $50 or more of trades from their website, um, hardbacks or trades, or they've even got novels, mm-hmm. some novels in specific areas. Um, if you order $50 or more, you get free shipping. It goes right to your door. All items are at least 37% off. Some are more than that. The, the current CGS Book of the Month uh, selections are now at 40% off. That's no, amazing. No, no, more than that, 45% off. Amazing. Yeah, so that's a really, really cool website. And uh, you can easily spend lots of money getting your trade paperback and hardback needs taken care of. So go to InStockTrades.com. Thank you for sponsoring us, too. Awesome. Now, who do we have on the phone? Um, we have a couple of professionals, comic professionals, You know I what? Think, don't right. we? Yeah, I think we do. Who's on the phone? Uh, the older, no, the, the handsomer one first, uh, say your name. <laughs> how about, how about go, the... Go, Wayne. <laughs> wow. No, you go, Harold. I go expected ahead. you both to kind of jump all over that. <laughs> They're modest. No, we, we are humble and modest. I was about to yeah. say, way to leave me hanging there. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> that's warm looking. We have Wayne Cordova and Harold Jennett on the phone. What's up, guys? Hey, how are you? Wayne from Radio Wayne Podcast. Uh huh. And uh, Harold Jennett from, uh, from, from his house. His house. <laughs> <laughs> from his house. Harold. <laughs> Janet. There Herald. you go. Co-creators Janet. of Mimes. Mimes. Her- Harold, Harold, tell us what Mimes stands for. I want to hear you say it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile Initiative for Muting Evil Syndicates. And I wasn't looking this time. Yay. You had it right. 
Now Wayne kind of Wayne kind of giggled like he thought like he knew that Harold wasn't going to remember what that acronym meant. Well, did yeah, you hear too old, did you hear just, too old to grow up? Exactly. No, that was uh, yeah, in too old minute, to grow up. Uh, you guys have already talked about this on somebody else's podcast. No, I haven't. This is this is actually my this my first appearance. Yeah, I was there to talk about the new artwork I made for them, but they asked me quickly about mimes. But it was oh, okay. not a official interview. You guys are first. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Great. So let me write that down. First interview. Yeah, so yeah they asked me what mimes stood for, and I'm like, uh, and my wife's in the background. You hear her coaching me. <laughs> oh, well, That's a good initiative. one. All right, so we are going to talk about mimes, uh, the, the comic book that you guys so graciously put Frank in. Whether or not I'm in it is, is remaining to be seen. But I'm not, bitter. Bitter. I'm not bitter. <laughs> Why but, do you keep asking that? I mean, if, if you're, if, you know, if it's worth anything to you, just let us know. That's how Frank got in. <laughs> yeah, Brad. I gave. Exactly. I sent them bread from Frank's bread store. Oh, and you? yeah, Frank's and <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're getting bread for for the next couple months free. And Harold's going to loan Frank to me since he is uh, Harold's property. I hate this deal. I hate being someone's property. Yeah, what property. deal? You're not even here. You're coming back with me next time at Venture oh. Super Show. Let's do a little promo for yes, Frank's sir. Bread Shop. Well, at Frank's Bread Shop, we have so much wonderful <laughs> bread to choose from. We have pumpernickel, rye, um, American rye, Chinese rye, Japanese rye. Actually, that's all we kind of have right now is rye because of the because of you know the, uh, uh, wheat prices. That's all we wheat. can afford is rye. But uh, but Frank's Bread Shop, come on over and uh, you know. And spend your bread on our bread. <laughs> that was nice. Smooth. That was a nice logo. Frank's, <laughs> Frank's, <laughs> Frank's bread. We ever need a new com. writer for mimes? I think Frank should pitch. Uh, should pinch hit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm all for it now. Okay, we're going to talk about mimes, but first, guys, I have to do, take care of a little business with Frank. Okay. So I'm going to place. I'm going to place my microphone down. Frank's going to vamp while I prepare something for the two of us to partake in. Okay. Nice. So, um, well, let's talk about. Um, about mimes. Sound. First of all, how did it how did it start off, guys? How did how did the idea uh, develop? Well, um, mimes kind of developed in in my friend's kitchen. Um, I was I was thinking about some um, an idea. I, I told my wife that I said, you know, uh, one of my goals for 2008. I'm a goal setter. I write things down, and I actually have a physical list of goals. And uh, one of those goals was I wanted to write my first comic book script. And I just didn't have an idea yet, and I'd been calling, mulling over the idea and, and that kind of thing. And then um, I have no idea how it happened, but we got on the subject of mimes. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm sitting there, and we were, we were sitting down and getting ready to play a game. And, and I said, you know, what if there was just a group of superhero mimes? And they all had different powers, but they didn't talk. And so for the entire book, there were no word balloons for the actual mimes. And then um, and everybody turned around, and they said, that's a brilliant idea. And I said, I'm going to write it, but I need, I need an excellent – I need an artist that, that only one artist can actually do this book and do it any kind of justice. And uh, I called Harold. And Harold, you were, you were I guess, um, you were excited Available. about it? Available. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly available. <laughs> I don't think you could have picked a better artist because the pages we've seen – are just phenomenal. My favorite page of the ones we've seen is when Inspector Rencon is on the phone with the mimes. He's oh, like man. waiting for a response from the mimes, and of course he's not getting any. I, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna tell you. I mean, and this is um, you know I don't toot Harold's horn very often because he doesn't let me. But um, you know the the truth is is I wrote down the words, but Harold totally brought the characters to life. I mean, when when you look at the book, 
And uh, I mean, you you almost see these guys moving because of his art. And so uh, well, thank you. it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Well, if, if I can add something to that quick, um, when 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 Wayne and I when he was first going to call me, this is what was strange. Um, not str- I don't know. I think it was a miracle, but that's me. Is that my wife got a call on her phone from Wayne, and I looked at the list, and there was his number, and so I called him back. I'm like, um, you probably don't want to call that that number. I have I have my own phone now, and Wayne to this day swears he never called me. I never called Ever. her. <laughs> really? Never. But when I called him, he said, oh, well, I wanted to talk to you. Hey, do you want to do a comic book? And that's kind of how it got brought up. So that was just a – I think that's a, a story that shows that it was meant to be. So so there was a phantom call. Exactly. It was. It was there was this total phantom call. In fact, he kept leaving me messages saying, dude, stop calling my wife. And I'm like, dude, I'm not dialing any numbers. You know, no. every, every once in a while I'll get a phone call from my dad. Mm-hmm. And I'll answer it and go, hello. And then I can hear, like, the phone rustling around, mm. like, in his pants, you know. And so I'll hang up. <laughs> and then I'll, next time I'll see him, I'll be like, that's awesome. you called me the other day. He goes, I didn't call you. I said, look at your phone. I got a phone call from you. Look, here's on my phone. Here's your, here's your, the evidence. Look, let's look in your history and see what you got. And he goes, oh, well, it sure did call you. Nice. I said, yeah, but you were in the car talking to a, your friend Jim. And I, because all I heard was a... Jim, am I good for nothing, son, Brad? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hope I never call like that for my. So anyway, that's probably all that happened. I was gonna try to come up with something clever, like maybe the force had something to do with it, but. But see, here's the creepy thing. I checked my phone, and there was no outgoing call to Harold's wife. Okay, that is weird. Okay, but today I called Frank, and it rang, and it rang, and it rang, and Frank has no. I have no history no of history Brad of calling, me me. calling him in his phone. Because oh. Frank blocks you. Well, don't say that out loud. Oh, I'm sorry. You told me that. <laughs> Awkward. Let's take care of this business here real quick. Okay, I Brad. have a, I have a, something for Frank to try. It's another okay. Dr. Pepper knockoff. Oh, okay. That I got Ooh. from a uh, a uh, not so local, not so local uh, grocery store okay. from uh, uh, from Brookshire's. Oh, I know Brookshire's. Okay, yeah, yeah. so okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna waff it first. Yeah. What's that mean? Uh, smell what? it. <laughs> okay. Inhale. It's a $10 word for... Yes. Okay. It's got... It's it got, smells, it smells like Dr. Pepper. It smells like Dr. Pepper. So let's... let's <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay, here we go. Um, it doesn't quite have the punch of Dr. Pepper. It's tasty, though. It's okay. In a pinch. In a pinch, it'll work. It's not awful. <laughs> you didn't know. So what do we have, Brad? We have Dr. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Wow. Well, that, that is false advertising. It, maybe it, it was, it's Dr. Okay, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's Dr. Hmm, pretty th- good. That Distributed is Dr. by Top Co. Associates from Skokie, Illinois. Now, Brad, I have something to show you. Yeah? Let's see. So I was in... Corpus Christi, and guys, I'm sorry. I know we're kind of off off topic on here, but but oh, this uh, is fun. But we're uh, living up to the name of our show. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm I'm sitting in on something important, <laughs> very important. The so I have a extremely boring life. Uh, yes, he does. So I was in Corpus Christi this weekend, seeing my folks, and 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 we went to the local H E B, which is a popular store there, and this is what I saw in the soda aisle. Doctor B, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> For H-E-B, which stands for butt, B-U-T-T. That's awesome. Anyway, 
Um, well, okay. I'm refreshing my Dr. Wow. Here, I'll take a little you bit more. A little bit more? Yeah. All right. Can I have um, some? Uh, yeah. Yes, please, guys. Enjoy. All right, let's get mm-hmm. down to brass tacks. Well, I, I want to ask a question about for Harold. So, okay. Harold, would you describe your style to us? Your oh, your uh, uh, your style. Um, <laughs> my you know my supervisor at work just asked me this too, and I'm like, I uh, I, uh, <laughs> I think I think it's an animated style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree. I, I you know it definitely lends itself to animation at some point. You know, I was um I recently got the uh, the new Shazam. The Johnny DC line by Mike oh, Kunkel. Oh, I want to take over that book. I want to kill him and take over that book. You know oh, no, well, that style that. reminded me a lot of you, Harold. It was very... You know what I'm thinking? If Exaggerated and fun. If they put out some of the crap they do that's in the Johnny DC line, and let's face it, some of it is crap. Some of it isn't, though. But some of it's not, but some of it is. If they can put out that kind of crap, why can't Harold be drawing that book? It'd be a hundred times better. And I'm not just well, saying it. That's the truth. Thank you. And Frank, you just probably gave me the best compliment you could give me because I, I just got his old Hero Bear trade from the library for yeah. the second time to read to my daughter. We, I love his style. Isn't it fun? Love it. Isn't it fun? And 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 you know, there there's flavors. You have there there's there's a flavor in there. There's like a Mike. You're unique, but there's that small Kunkel, just exaggerated Bruce Tim. You know, it's just oh please yes, and I'm glad yeah. people see it. Yeah, I I yeah. kind of. One of the things when I, when I look at Harold's stuff is that I um, I, com- I compare it to kind of some of that more modern Looney Tune ish kind of stuff. Yes. But um, but there's a little bit of um, John K in it. I don't know if you know John K. He's the creator oh of Ren and Stimpy. Yes. Um, I totally and, and there's, there's a little bit of that uh, in there, kind of mixed in with the with the Looney Tune element, and. Um, and, and really, when, when I thought of mimes, I mean, Harold was the first and only guy that I thought of approaching to talk to it. In fact, it was like, if Harold's not going to do it, it's got to be something completely different because he's the artist for this book. Well, thank you. You guys couldn't hear it, but I just played the Looney Tunes theme. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Tiny Toon Adventures just came out on DVD. Oh, cool. Nice. I have to pick that up. I'm you know sorry. That, that uh, just reminded me. You know that picture you you put on the CGS boards a while back about the guy that was wearing the sweater vest to work? It was just a two-panel comic. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, no, wait, I have t- that, t- and I put it on my on my desktop, my laptop wallpaper every once in a while because mm-hmm. it just makes me oh, nice. laugh so hard. You you that people got you got to describe it for us. Tell us the storyline of that sweater vest story because that is funny. That is priceless. Okay. Well, what happened was um, the guys at work. Uh, I had a I, Chuck Satterley had given me his son Luke's how to draw c- comic. It was it was a collection of Wizard magazines how to draw stuff, and he he gave it to me because I needed to, to to work on um, perspective and stuff like that. So anyway, it's on my desk at work, and the guys start ripping on me. Hey, how come our artist needs a how to draw book? And then our supervisor <laughs> sends an email to everyone of a Crayola book of how to draw for children, like how to start drawing, and he puts my picture in it. Oh. <laughs> they are all laughing at me for like half the day, and all I said back was, "You don't want to make an artist mad." Now, is it, and is over his lunch, name I did the sweater vest strip, and I had that strip in my head for over a year, and I was waiting for the perfect time to use it. Is your boss's name Robinson? And, uh, and that was it. Was he, our boss wears Robinson? sweater vests all the time, and he says how they're making a comeback, and he's very defensive about it. And I just imagine, you know, how we tease him all day. And he's such a good sport. I'm like, I bet he cries at home every. He cries on the way home every well, night. Uh, okay, t- so so uh, narrate the strip for us. Oh, so we're all like, hey Matt, nice sweater vest. Hey Matt, looking good. And he's like, yeah, hey sweater vests are coming back. And he's got kind of this like look on his face, like yeah, 
Yeah, I'm cool. Exact next panel, he's in the exact same position, but he's in his car with tears running down his face. Defeated. Defeated. That is the uh, greatest. And then I made my other boss look like he was a cross dresser in his office. That was the next day strip. That's the greatest two panel strip I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. With the with the tears. And it was like raining outside and yes. dark and so. I could just hear the Hulk music playing in the background. Oh, while he was th- exactly. Home. Can you play the Hulk music? I'm playing and it. There right it is. Now. It is right uh, here. Uh, and then he drove home with tears running down his face because no one loved his sweater vest. <laughs> That's Hallie. Hi, sweetie. Oh, hey, Hallie. How are you? <laughs> Say hello. Say talk, honey. Hi. Hi, Hallie. How old are you, Hallie? Five. Wow, you're five years old. Are you going to kindergarten yet? Yeah. Great. Well, that's exciting for you. Hey, do you, do you like to watch your dad draw? Yeah. Are there any characters you like for him to draw for you? Not really. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Do you think your daddy draws really good? Yeah, he does. Have That's not s- what you said before. Have you seen anybody that draws better than your daddy? No. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, sweetie. Right. We were in the car a couple weeks ago, and she said, I said, honey, she said, I want to be an artist when I grow up. And I said, I said, like daddy? She said, no, I want to be a real artist. Oh. <laughs> Under the bus. You backhand yeah. her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I backhanded her. She's quite back. She's a tough one. Oh, she sounds precious. Is that the is that the only baby you have? Uh, we are we are in the process of adopting a second little girl from China. It's very slow. We might it might be two thousand nine, might be two thousand ten. Gotcha. Her name will be Zoe. All right. Well, congratulations what, on that. Is the first one yours, or did you adopt her also? Allie is also adopted. Yeah, from Aww. China. I can remember. That's awesome. That's why I spoke Chinese on your voicemail. Okay, now that you're on the phone, <laughs> thank you, you. You have to tell us what that said. Okay, you're going to hang up on remember. me. Don't act like you don't remember. You'll hang up on me. Okay. No, we, I we, said, I said, I, I said hello. I like half hour wasted. I like Frank Rincon. Brad Milo is really annoying. <laughs> um, June Bob Kim is American. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> wow. That was the greatest voicemail okay, I've ever heard in my life. Harold. Harold? I can't hear. Um, whatever Brad's saying to me, I, I can't hear him. He just Brad? said Harold. Okay. Harold, can you hear me now? I hate you. No. <laughs> Harold, am I really annoying? No, you are not at all. That's why I like. That's why I say it. Okay, good. And Harold, am my I really great? Looks, I love you. I and, thought Harold was going to adopt June Bob Kim. <laughs> I will soon if it takes any longer. See if he owns Frank and then he adopts June Bob. We could have like you know like the greatest like you know like we got podcasting, we got the artistry going on. We could develop a studio. This guy adopt you and Brad. You know, oh, there's man. only a small percentage of people that listening right now who understand what that means when when we talk about how Harold owns Frank. I guess that should be explained. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I was gonna it, say. I was please. gonna say. Um, that the only way the listeners will ever ever know is if they actually meet Frank or Harold in person and can ask because <laughs> it's funny that way. And and you know I kind of you know I I was a third party in all that. All of a sudden was a I was up for adoption. All of a sudden I was owned by Harold. Yeah, go ahead, Harold. Well, Brad, Harold, tell Brad the story. wanted me. Okay, Brad wanted asked me to do a sketch, and jokingly I said, uh, I think I think I said the cost of the sketch would be would be Frank. 
And, uh, wait, I'm telling the story all wrong. Brad, why don't you tell it? Because I think I'm getting some details wrong here. I don't think you're telling it wrong at all. And actually, I'm, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> Well, I think, okay, I think happened. Brad was... Brad was asking me to do him a sketch, and, and I said, well, it'll cost you Frank. He's like, oh, well, that's, that's not too bad. That's cheap. I'm like, okay, good. And so I, I – but he thought I was joking because he wanted me to draw a picture of Frank peeing himself. <laughs> Which you did, <laughs> and I've yes. got in my sketch collection. Yes. And you never posted that. Well, you know, I didn't – I never asked Frank for permission. I you ha- felt, you had my permission. I kind of felt like I needed Woo! to ask Frank about it. You had my permission. He felt bad about posting the sketch, but he felt no remorse about selling him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brad. <laughs> but then, but then, Brad. Okay, I will Brad post it had the ASAP. gall to not give me my property. I told you I couldn't find a box big enough <laughs> or sturdy okay. enough. Super I'm show, kid. baby! You're coming home with me. Okay. Yes, sir. Hey, we're going to see you in uh, in less than a month, fellas. I'm excited. That's right, man. Can't wait. I it's got the, man the, hugs for the both big of debut. Y'all. Um, the, the, yeah, that's going to be so much. And is that where the book's going to premiere? Now I know you can get through Heroes Corner right now, right? Uh, actually, no. Right now, um, uh, Heroes Corner was was for pre-orders for folks who weren't going to be at the Super Show. They were really mm-hmm. kind enough to uh, allow us to do the pre-orders. Um, through them, but right now you can actually get it through IndiePlanet.com. Great, and uh, that's you know I N D Y Planet.com, and uh, it should be right there on the front page. Otherwise, you just do a, a, a search for Mimes. You don't even have to do the acronym; just do a search for Mimes, and it'll be right there. Lots of great indie books though on on Indie Planet as well. So um, I would say you know get over there and, and load up you know on, on some of the indie books that you've been you know hearing about and stuff. But you can actually get it through there. And then uh, we we took a bunch of pre-orders for the Super Show, and so we, uh, you know, if you signed up for a book, you have a book, and then we'll have a few more there uh, for sale as well. And then uh, that's the the first stop of our big, you know, con <laughs> debut, right, Harold? Yeah, we even have a banner. We're <laughs> official. Hey, uh, I, I like the way Harold said that. We even have a banner. I saw the video of your banner on uh, YouTube. It looks really nice, actually. Well, you guys inspired me by your video, your YouTubing. Ah, uh, it's actually the uh, the video is is the first post of what is soon to be um, the new Mimes website. Awesome, and um, it's actually right there as it's the first test post um, on the website because in, in about a week or so, um, Mimes is going to also launch as a uh, weekly webcomic. <gasps> what no is that way. website, Wayne? It happens to be MimesComic.com. And this is the first place we're talking about it. Wow! Exclusive. Sweet. It's not even on my podcast. This just in. This 1930s news guy reporting. Sorry. Okay, so Frank, you do a very good 30s accent. Thank you very much. An accent. It's a voice. Yeah, shame, yeah. Yeah, yeah, shame. It's like Mountain Gackham, shame, yeah. I got cigars sticking out of the side of my mouth, well, and I'm telling my I mean, guys what to do. Frank's hey. all around talented. That's why we put him in the book. Oh. Yeah. You know. Brad, I, may, yeah. maybe they'll put you... Uh, how's that make Brad feel? <laughs> no, I guess I'm not I'm not talented enough. I'm just Brad's, saying... Brad's laying on the talented. floor right now, and he's he's curled up in a ball. I'll have you Brad, know. wait, wait, okay. Brad, I was able... Just if you feel any better, I was able to sneak you into you can see a little bit of you on one of the paddles so so far you do have a little tiny bit of a cameo a little bit in in which book yeah but it's not even worth mentioning (laughs) no no (laughs) it's all right he'll just be disappointed when he sees it he's a big man it's okay hey I'm already, in another, I'm already in another comic book. No. Hey, I don't know about you But anyway, you guys. hey, did I tell you we have a website? I don't know about you guys, but 
but I've been in the flash, okay? Or oh, tangentially. With the word groan underneath it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's For true. those of you who don't know, we were in Flash. What issue was it? 234. Oh. 234. We were, uh, we were interviewing um, Freddie Williams Jr., and he just happened to put our logo in one of the panels of the pages. Yeah, I have we were that like, issue. Oh, that's, you know, we were so I have, excited. I have 10 of those issues. <laughs> and oh, that's awesome. When the letterer came in to do his stuff, unfortunately, um, one of the characters said groan underneath it and that's right underneath the logo so it's kind of it's <laughs> kind of wonderfully ironic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> regardless of whether i'm in the book or not i'm looking forward to reading it and owning it it's going to be awesome like i said the, the five pages you've shown us were just awesome yeah well it's it's a lot of fun i mean the putting the stories together what, what we wanted to do i mean just just to kind of let everybody know about what the actual book is about it's um, it's about superhero minds. What I would just basically say is like think Looney Tunes mixed in with a little bit of Fantastic Four. You know, oh nice. Um, okay. I think Harold really kind of came up with that as as a really good way to let everybody know what the book is about. It's about four mimes who um, are part of the uh, Cirque de Circus, and uh, uh, some kind of freak accident happens, and they all get these special mime powers. You know, and uh, basically it all has to do with a bunch of imaginary objects that you know are tangible, so that they can you know, defeat the bad guys. And there's a big mix of bad guys throughout the, the book. And um, I think one, one of the things we wanted to do was create a, a book that, um, you know, was was kind of a, a one and done, something that you could just read in one shot. Um, but we decided to include uh, three different stories in it. So you're buying one book, but oh. there's, there, you know, there's three individual stories that you could read um, that are awesome. And so I, I write a couple of them. And uh, Harold actually wrote one of the stories as well. Harold can write thing. <laughs> so, um, right. so tell us about the weekly strip, though. You guys are going to do a weekly web strip. Yeah, uh, one of the things that we kind of decided to do was um, we we really enjoyed working on mimes, and we wanted to. It, in fact, one of the things that we decided to do was we said, "Wait till the book is over." When we finished writing the first, you know, uh, twenty-two pages of the book, let's let's see from there if we wanted to kind of go. You know, and, and it just seemed like a lot of people wanted more. And, um, you know, even before they got a chance to buy the book, they wanted to look at the art, you know, obviously. And, you know, we're kind of taking it in a bunch of different weird directions. And so what we decided to do was um, to put out a website, put, um, you know, put a page a week on the website. So it would be a, a weekly thing. And then uh, basically what would happen is is um, about, you know, depending on, on the frequency, you know, about, you know, once or twice a year or whatever, we would publish um, – some of the comics from the weekly uh, web comic. Very so smart. if you wanted to look at it weekly, you know, on the web, you can. And then once all the issues are put together, you can actually uh, purchase them either through Indie Planet or through other means or whatever. So that, that's going to be the main plan right now is you'll put out this one book that's out, and then you'll just start going to the web with a strip. Yeah, yeah, and we're we're kind of buying a little bit of uh, of, of time ahead of time, right, uh, Harold? We're putting. Um, at, at least, at least one of the stories, if not all the stories, from the first issue, um, once everything's been released and stuff, on the web page. That is the plan. Yeah, so you can check it out. Uh, but we got a whole. I mean, like the. I don't want to give anything away from the from the actual book, so it, it's just one of those. Things everybody where dies. Everybody blows up at the end, so we got to start <laughs> from scratch with a new number one. Uh, we have a crisis, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's a civil the, war amongst the mimes. <laughs> Yeah, there's civil war amongst them, and they have to reveal their identities, but they can't talk, so it's okay. Um, and they die, and then GF Johns brings them back after the replacement dies. 
and it's very Sorry, cool. The, the next issue is uh, Crisis of the Rebirth, and um, <laughs> but <laughs> but what we're going to do is <laughs> um, there's a lot of there's a lot of villains. I think one of the things that that kind of um, I think the main characters of the mimes are great. I can't stop looking at them, especially with Harold's art and stuff. But um, I think one of the things that really adds to the personality are the villains that they face. Yeah. And uh, and and the villains have have a lot of you know. Um, a lot of personality to them. There's a little bit of a theme to them in the first few adventures that they're going to have, mm-hmm. um, and then we're going to do some other stuff depending on the popularity of the book and stuff. You know, we you might sh- take them. You should have heard me and Wayne though when we'd go back and forth. I mean, we like as soon as we got a new villain idea, he'd call me. Oh, you know, I got another idea for a villain. <laughs> you listen to this, and then I would laugh and I tell him like my five ideas. So it, it's just fun going back and forth with 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 the ideas and our our um, our uh, brainstorming is it scares our wives when they overhear us. I think a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, the the planning sessions are are a lot of fun, and that I think that's just part of the thing is we decided to put the webcomic out because I think um, we needed an outlet that had a little bit more of a of a faster response to it. We want people to be able to comment, we want people to be able to post and 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 guess where the direction of the of the story is going. And, and it's think, cheaper, and it is cheaper. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna help us out too in terms of storytelling because right now we we told three stories in relation to a you know the amount of pages in a book that we can have um but right now it's like you know what if if all we have is you know i got an idea for a villain but this thing's only gonna be a two-pager that's great it'll be a two-page story if we want something else to be you know uh six pages eight pages ten pages we can do that um and and put out you know the pages as they come out and people can respond immediately to it you know kind of create something that's a little bit more interactive will you ever have original stories that debut in a comic book form or are they all going to debut on the website i think right now um we're looking at the at the website for now um but the, but again it's like you know i don't know i mean if, if things really take off and things go on i would love to I, I in fact i would probably say that i mean if we without talking to harold right now i mean if we put something out there i'm sure there we would definitely want an incentive for folks who have been following us on the web to actually purchase the printed material, and so some of that would probably be original content in in some way, shape, or form. There's actually, um, uh, without giving away who and what and all that kind of stuff, there's actually a couple of um, bonuses already in this first issue that's that's going to be made available to everybody. Cool. Um, and so we had a couple of artist friends provide some pinups. Oh, nice! Um, for it, and so it'll be, it'll be. Should we should we say who? Yeah, Harold? please do. Yeah, go ahead, Harold. Yes, go ahead. Can you hear me? Okay, go ahead. Why don't you tell him? Well, we have Andrew Charapar. Cool. Nice. Uh, the lap dog. And we also have um, Seraphin. Rob Jackson. Awesome. Rob Jackson. And after I saw his pinup, I'm like, okay, Wayne, well, I guess I'm done with the book because he's going to be drawing it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's actually it's pretty wild. So, yeah, Andrew Charapar um, did a fantastic uh, pinup of Mimi, who is the female mime. And then, um, and he and then, was doing uh, Tales from the Cornerstone. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He was. The, and then Rob Jackson, who's Seraphim. If you if you're on the comic forums at all, I mean, you 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 should really get to know Rob Jackson and his artwork. I mean, he's he's just fantastic. And he was just so kind. He provided a team pinup. Um, he, so he did all four mimes in his style of art, which is which is just really amazing. And yes, um, that's very you know, cool. So all four mimes are on there. And did I tell you their names? Did did did, did we no, tell you what their names no. are? No. Why don't you go ahead, Harold? Oh, great. It's another test to see if I remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, testing you. We have the, the leader um, who is, uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maurice. Maurice. Thank 
What is Maurice, his power? Michelle, Mimi, and Marcel. Before I forget, because I forget things easily. We have um, Maurice. Maurice is the mime that looks just like me. Um, <laughs> because he, I draw myself in comics a lot. So he's the um, ugly one? Aww. He's yes. the ugly one. Ooh, Aww. nice. That was nice. I see what you Zing. did there. <laughs> um, There's the zinger. Yeah, well, as soon as we need an ugly woman in the comic, that's when Brad will appear. <laughs> oh, dang Brad, you want aloe Yeah, I was going to say, can I borrow that aloe, please? Booyah. <laughs> so Maurice is the smart one who has the... Are we going to say what their powers are? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. He's got the invisible book of ultimate knowledge. He's kind of like <laughs> the Reed Richards of the group. Whenever they like get into a jam... He looks into his book and finds out what the what they really need to do, and that's when my job gets really difficult because I need to somehow convey a mime telling them what to do to fix the problem. <laughs> oh my gosh! Talk. Yeah, see, I just write, and so he tells them with no words how to do something. Yeah, and, Wait, and he tells them what I need to do, and I got to figure it out. Exactly, that is a challenge. Then, uh, Quite an exercise for Harold. We have we have Mimi, who Wayne thinks I drew to look like his wife. Um, yes. I didn't mean to, but he thinks that if he wants to believe that, then that's fine. Uh, she has the invisible rope power, and she's kind of like the heart of the team. She's actually kind of she seems more leader like than actually Maurice. Maurice is a little too stuck up and and uh, self absorbed to actually be a leader. Um, so she kind of she kind of seems to be like the uh, I don't know what the brave one, the one that just kind of like takes the first step. Yeah. Am I off there, Wayne? No, no. She's she's like she's like the tough mama, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then we got uh, Michelle. He's the big strong guy with the feminine name. And he can create huge, heavy objects that he beats the living bejeebers out of the bad guys with. And then we have Marcel. If you ever need an invisible car thrown through the the wall, you need Michelle. Exactly. <laughs> and then we have Mimi. Or no, we already talked about Mimi. See, I told you, I'm going senile. We have Marcel. He's the short little guy that looks just like the puppet Rios. Right. Um, <laughs> because I just finished drawing the end. Oh. And that's when I started doing mime. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to, I was so used to drawing puppet Rio. So I did that. So that's why he looks like that. Well, and, and, and let's talk he about, can make oh. invisible walls. And what? he's also kind of like the, he's kind of like the sarcastic, like the realistic one in the group that when there's something going on, he just kind of is the one that rolls his eyes and looks at the reader. Like you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> he's my favorite. So he's, yeah. He's my favorite too. Um, let, let's talk guy. a little bit about, about the end in, in and, the struggles of being an indie publisher, because that's what you guys are now. You are now an independent publisher, yeah. and and we've all yes, heard we of these of these horror not horror stories, but these difficulties of trying yeah, let's to be produce. <laughs> I hate those guys. <laughs> they couldn't do it. Do you mean the end? Uh, well, both both the end and mimes, just just in general. I mean, uh, let's talk about the end a little bit, and then we can go into your struggles of being a publisher. Well, I think I think the end um, just in the fact that it's so many people involved mm -hmm. that's why it's a more difficult project than mimes um i the people that i worked with that's nothing against any of them everyone did a great job everyone put uh to, to use the cliche everyone put 200 percent into the the book um there were there were some scheduling issues of just of getting it done in time no one was actually late when i gave them the final date every single person got it in by the final date, but it is a little difficult when you see that last day coming. You're like, okay, is he going to do it or not? <laughs> um, but it just—it's hard for me because I tend to be a people pleaser. I'm getting better about it, but it's hard for me to say you need to have this done. Why isn't it here? And to kind of like be the editor. So that's that's a difficulty. Difficulty of scheduling things, making sure that you know all everything is is cropped or trimmed correctly, getting things back to people. 
Um, hey, just, so I, everybody, I, just so everybody knows, because um, I don't know if everybody spends time in, in the, the comic forms, what, what is the, the whole project? Yeah, I was going to ask you to explain. Wayne's my agent. He's I was going to ask one. you to explain this for our non-CGS listeners. Sure. What <laughs> the end is, um, I, was, I was in bed one night. This, this stays you know, kid-friendly, don't worry. And I, just, <laughs> I, had this, I had this idea that would be really cool. There's a comic book site called Comic Geek Speak. And they do a podcast. Which, like which pajamas were you wearing, Harold? I was in my baby, my birthday suit. And uh, he's got an actual suit that he puts on on his birthday only. <laughs> and it, it has a big button on it that says "It's my birthday." I don't know. I was wearing I was Oof. wearing boxers. I was kind of I was wearing boxers with like spiders it. on them, and the band says "website." Isn't that clever? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I had the idea of. What if all the guys at the, the Comic Geek Speak forums decided to? What if we all put in a, a, a two-page? Everyone contributed two pages to this story, and the basic story is about a character called the Puppet Rios. The Puppet Rios is a puppet that one of the listeners made to look like Peter Rios, who's one of the, the guys, the, the hosts on Comic Geek Speak. Yeah, Charlito he's from Andy Spinnerack made it. Yeah, he created him, and he's kind of become the mascot of Comic Geek Speak. So I thought, well, what if we all told the story sequentially? One person creates the first page, but the next guy's got to make up what happens next. And it's basically making up a story as we go along. And no one can know what's going to come up next. And when we got done, we would put the book together, take it to Super Show, which is the, 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 the big annual show that Comic Geek Speak puts together every year in Reading, Pennsylvania. And the proceeds to this book would go towards the Heroes Initiative, or Hero Initiative, which goes to help... Um, comic book creators that are, I, I guess what, down on their luck or just having a, a hard time and don't really have the, the benefits or, or, or right. the things that they need to take care of themselves. Right. So, do, like, if somebody halfway through was doing two pages, did he get to see the previous two pages or, oh, yes. oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. all of the previous pages? He got to see all the pages. He got to see how it was how it was going, and then he got to, to do his contribution. Okay. And how many, uh, how many artists were involved? Oh my gosh, how many were in, I got it right in front of me here. You want me to read them off or just tell you how many number-wise? Mm, read them <laughs> off. Read them off. We got Vince, whose last name I have trouble pronouncing, Bona Voglia. We have Andrew Charapar, Marty Devine, Dave Dwanch, Paul French, Sean Gob... You know what? I should be giving the forum names, too. It doesn't matter because not everyone goes to the forums. Mm. Sean uh, Gabarin, Steph Gabarin, Ryan Haynes, me, uh, Steve Reed... Steven Sanders, Al Sparrow, Eric White, and Lynn Workman. And I would like to say that we also big help were um, Joe Sergi and Chris Marin. And also June Bob Kim helped me so much with um, just giving me advice and also providing web space. Wow. Well, he's Asian, so he knows all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, was that out of line? Was that out of line? I don't even know My what that means. That. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> She's crying. <laughs> Way to go, Brad. June Bob knows I Daddy, love him. Daddy, why can't he be politically correct? <laughs> June Bob knows I love him. Awkward silence. Okay. Uh. It sounds like you guys just, um, I mean, you guys are rolling. I mean, you guys got... got Projects, websites going. It's just way to go. I mean, man. I think the the concept. I mean, kudos to to Harold because I mean, like the, the the concept of the end, I think, was just was really great. Um, and and I think that the undertaking of being the editor, you know, and and kind of you know piecing things together and keeping people on deadlines and that kind of stuff um, was a lot. And, and he was doing once his pages were done, he was he was still kind of administrating um, doing CGS the end 
while he was drawing pages for mimes, and yeah. uh, I think we almost killed him. But uh, yeah. <laughs> my but wife it was really almost good. killed me too. Yeah. Um, well, it was it was um it was it was hard, but like I said, everyone at the end came through. Um, justice on the forums. Joe Sergi, he 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 found a lot of typos that no one caught. Oh wow! And that was the best part to see everyone come together because when he found when he found these typos, everybody at the last second they did everything they could to fix it before the deadline of sending everything out to Kablam. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> the funny thing is, um, the, the, the one thing that kind of like cheered everybody up is as we were desperately trying to fix everything, I was staying up late fixing some pages. I had to go to the bathroom, oh, really gosh. bad. But I strove forward, and I worked on the pages anyway, and I held it and held it, and, and I didn't hold it anymore. And and I kind of pooped my pants fixing the book. Dude. Are you... So I, I, I sent an email. Isn't that awesome? And I sent an email out to all the creators saying, hey, guys, I pooped myself tonight. Isn't that cool? And they, they all had a laugh riot over that. Um, if, just if any artist... Okay. I've never literally annoyed the crap out of anyone before. Uh, I'm just saying, if any artist out there wants to draw that caricature, just feel free to send it my way. <laughs> yep, I will take any caricatures of me pooping myself. Why? Why didn't you just get up and go to the bathroom? It helped uh, them focus. Isn't that <laughs> fun? <laughs> Wait, no, I seem to remember no. you started a thread one time that was like poop Great. stories. Never didn't be invited you? to Far Wasted again. <laughs> you started a thread one time That's on the good. forums about poop stories, didn't you? Well, was hope you enjoyed this show. <laughs> Are you guys still there? Yeah, we're still here. Are you Did here? We lose them? No, we're here. Can you hear Fred? us? Frank? Okay, I'm pausing. They're not there. Oh, great. See, that's there. Oh, great. See, that's there. Oop, sorry about that, guys. We had technical difficulty, but we're back. Well, that's what happens when you start talking about poop. Poop yeah. stories. I've gotten thrown out of more places thanks to this guy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything, so, uh, so, anything else about the artwork? Um, oh, just one other thing that was kind of funny. What, what you guys were saying, Wayne was saying about how the the artwork looks like it kind of like moves. It, it, it's neat because, and I'm not trying to like this isn't me bragging. It's just that when I when I'm drawing the mimes, it's kind of funny because like they'll actually, if this makes any sense, they'll kind of almost start drawing themselves. Like okay. I'll be kind of like sketching. Uh, Michelle, and next thing I know, I'm like, oh, I think he should be looking this way, but why is he looking? Th-? And it's almost like it starts for like because I'll sketch very loosely to start out with, and it's just weird. It's almost like I just it's like you know how writers say that their characters write themselves. Yes, the mimes kind of draw themselves. It's funny, like it'll be something Wayne didn't even mention to do, but it's like you know, like before uh, Michelle and Marcel are like goofing off in the background of a panel, like the panel before that, like. Uh, Michelle just starts kind of like looking at Marcel like he's kind of like got something planned. And like, you know, let's go back here and do that. It's just it's just kind of strange how it just happens, if that makes sense. I'm mm-hmm. creeped out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they talk Those to me too. Out. That's what we call schizophrenia. And um... it's it's kind of it's weird um, with, with this project. I mean, it, this is the first time I've written a comic book script. And, you can and, tell. And, and, oh, you Burn. And so uh, working together, um, it's just been kind of wild because, I mean, the main characters don't talk. And so we already have to come up with um, the situations and the expressions. And so it's very reliant on the artwork, um, you know, to just get get the point across as to what's actually happening. And then and then we get into, you know, the funny stuff, which is the interaction between, you know, the police chief. And then even, you know, even the, the villains kind of get into it because it's like, you know, 
it's it's really funny to kind of make fun of the fact that these guys can't talk. But once you kind of get through that, how can you sustain you know twenty two pages and 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 even more than that six issues of you know this kind of thing? And I think that as the story evolves, um, we'll kind of get a little bit more into who these mimes are individually and as a team. But um, I mean, it's just been it's just been a lot of fun and definitely an adventure in self publishing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and is there is there an end plan for Mimes? Like, do you have a story arc, or is it just going to go as long as it goes? I um, personally, I, I yeah. When when I came up with the idea of Mimes, I outlined um, what I like to uh, think of as a. I outlined a, a four issue um, arc of you know where there's there's three issues of stories to tell, and then I have a an idea for a fourth issue that is basically an entire twenty two page story rather than two or three stories. You know, okay. um, I don't know if that makes sense because we want every issue to be one and done. We want you to be able to pick up any issue of Mimes um, or any story of Mimes and not have to read anything before it. But uh, but I've got about four issues where uh, there's this one thing I want to do, and then from then on, um, I really I want to do Mimes until I run out of mime ideas. You know, until uh, the old tired jokes stop being funny. Ex- ex- <laughs> exactly, and you know, and and you know. One of the things we want to do is okay. It's not always about the circus. It's not always about this, um, but we'll go into other other stories as well. And uh, and between Harold and I, I mean the the well of story ideas is just never ending. So yeah, it's um, like we fight over who gets to do the next person's story next. Like I want to do it about this guy. Well, hold on, let me do my story about this guy first. <laughs> it's my turn to play with the toy. Exactly. And so it's it's just been cool. It's been a lot of fun and. You know, we got a lot of ideas, and and we'll, you know, wherever it takes us is cool. You know, what I mean, if Nick, New- if you know, if, if Nick Tunes wants to come to us right now and say, hey, we want to do an animated <laughs> series, that's cool. You know, if if um, you know, if, if anybody out there that's a publisher and they want to, you know, pay Harold lots of money to draw, you know, I'm all for that. You um, hear that, anyone? So. Anyone out there? Now we, now <laughs> we do. We do. You know, we are influencers here at Half Hour Wasted. You guys are the movers, man. We move with the movers. Yeah, you're that's the movers it. for the shakers. Yeah, that's right. So we do have us. a we do have a um, an email for Mimes. Oh, let's hear. It. In fact, let's let, let's pr- promote it. So so yeah, give us start, the email and start, the website and everything. Tell us where we can get the first issue, all the websites, all that stuff. Okay, the first okay, issue wait, Mimes. Uh, first issue Mimes you can pick up at indieplanet.com, and uh, you can do that. You know, just you know, indyplanet.com. Uh, it should be on the front page, or you could just search for Mimes, and it'll be there. Um, and then also do check out all the other indie stuff that's on there too. They are well worth uh, the money. Um, you can do that there. You can also uh, pick up a copy at the CGS Super Show if you're going to be there in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, but then also from then on out, well, you know, more than likely you'll there'll be issues available wherever Harold appears um, in uh, in any convention um, around that area or hopefully Florida. I'm trying to drag him to MegaCon, but we'll see what happens. And Wayne, um, tell our listeners what they'll get if they do get one at Super Show. That's right. If you pick up one at the Super Show. Uh, not only do you get the comic book, but Harold will draw a quick sketch in the back for you as well. Nice. And, uh, so that's quite, that's kind of one of those things you can only get at a convention. So you know, definitely if you if you show up where he is, you'll get the quick show, the quick sketch. Sweet. Um, drop us an email. It's uh, mimescomic at gmail dot com. And so if you have any questions or if you have any uh, comments about it, we would love to kind of you know hear what everybody has to say about the uh, preview art and once they actually get the book. And then also debuting uh, within the next couple weeks before the Super Show, we will have a brand new website uh, called MimesComic.com where it'll be the weekly webcomic and you can interact with us and, and you know join in the Mimes adventures with us. Well, awesome. fantastic. We will put that in the show notes as always so you don't have to write Thank that down, you. listeners. 
Um, guys, it's been well, a real for... pleasure happening, having you on the show. Well, thank you, because this, this has been a dream is to be... I know it sounds geeky and silly, but I've always wanted to be on the Half or Wasted Show, and I am. Oh. So thank you so much for having us on, guys. Great. Hey, well, I've always wanted Harold to be on Half Hour Wasted, too. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> so no, I shut up about it. <laughs> and, and, and Wayne, at, at some point in the future, we will get to Power Man Iron Fist Essentials. <laughs> I read the whole thing, man. It's no, it's it's awesome. And uh, no, thank you guys for, you know, for having us both on. And you know, if you guys want to check out the Radio Wayne podcast, you can do that at RadioWayne.net. Oh yeah, all that Ooh, good nice stuff. Plug. Nice plug. Yeah, there's a little. I just slid it right in there. See, but, I did um, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, thanks a lot, guys. And again, hey, you know, don't forget Half Hour Wasted, the 2007 Wayne's Choice Award for best com- for best comic book podcast. <laughs> That's right. Thank you. We wear that, that right. with. Pride. I made a T-shirt that says that. Nice. On it. It's on our. I made le- a belt. It's on our letter. <laughs> I, I don't wear it out of the house, but I made a T-shirt. <laughs> made a belt. <laughs> I made a sandwich and I used the nice. mustard and I wrote that out and I ate it. So now it's in me. I love mm. it. Always in Frank. But thanks a lot, guys. Hey guys, you take care. We're gonna let you go now, um, and we'll catch you're you next go. time. Okay? What did we do wrong? Um, everything. No, we'll absolutely you. nothing. We'll see you in a few okay. weeks. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Man, Super show, baby. Man hugs for everyone that comes up and asks. Um, I want a man hug, and uh, this time I want you to recite to me the Sinestro Corps oath. Uh, <laughs> last year was the, exactly last year, the definition. I'll show you at the at the Super Show. Now, Brad, do you want oh. to do uh, shirtless man hugs? No, shirtless man hugs are illegal. <laughs> okay, if you say Dang so. Frank's mine now. I can have him give me as many man hugs as I want. Last He's year, coming I, home with me this I year. Gave, Wayne is man hug. I've recited the Green Lantern oath. Now mm-hmm. I have to memorize the Sinestro Corps oath. <laughs> Write it on your hand. So yeah, while you're doing put it out here. Brad, last year he said, "I, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll hand out, you know, free man hugs." And I said, "I want mine with the Green Lantern oath." And he did at 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 CGS 300 last year. He said the Green Lantern oath and then hugged me. Wow. Oh, he didn't do it while he hugged you. No, uh, that would have been creepy. That, that would have been yeah That's required much longer hug. Yeah. Now yes. I want the Sinestro Corps oath and then the hug. Okay, will do. Okay. All right, guys. Congratulations on mime, mimes, and Thank we will uh, we will catch up with you at Super Show. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, Take be care, good, guys. Bye. Bye, bye. That was good. Yeah, it was a nice interview with those guys. They're yeah. funny guys. Wayne and I like Harold. those guys. And we'll put all their information on show notes. Yeah. So um, so be sure to check them out and check out their book and buy their book. And um, based on the preview art, you will not be disappointed. It's a lot of fun. What uh, what's the time? Uh. You know, because we had that little snafu, I'm saying, I'm thinking about 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Well, then. I think. We should wrap up, but you had something mm-hmm. you wanted to say? Yeah, I do. Um, many me, of you know, many of you don't know, but want my. Some, you want some mood music? No, I, no? I kind of I okay. want to keep it right. kind of serious. Um, my dog of, of 11 years practically passed away. I couldn't remember how old he was. He was he was 11. 10 going on 11. Times 7, that's 70, you know. 77 years old. He had a good run. He had a lot and of gray hair in his run. face too. Yeah, and he was—he was usually a fixture here in the show when we'd be recording. He was usually in the back, just uh, staring at the wall, staring at the wall, <laughs> laying down on the floor. You could hear his his uh, collar jingling. You Sometimes know? you could. Yeah. yeah. So when he when he scratched himself, 
He and did he, get he lost. Made like a, a, it was like a mile circuit around the building and finally made it back somehow. I figure out where he was. No, and he was sitting on the opposite side of the of the double glass doors, and we're like, how did he possibly open those doors? And but, all we could figure was he had to go through the executive offices yeah. and just go through the through a big, something we called the great room, big room, and just kind of walk around. This is a big facility we're at here. And, you know, he, he was a funny dog. and um, He was well, a good dog. My, my, my kids liked coming right. out here when he was here. He was, um, in fact, it was a week ago, Brad. He, I took him to the park for our normal morning walk, and um, he was acting really different, just really, really different. He was he was running kind of uncontrollably, bumping into bushes and trees, and it just it wasn't right. Right. Took him to the twenty four hour um, pet clinic after some diagnosis and even an, an MRI. It was discovered that he had a brain tumor, a big. Had brain he shown tumor. any kind of? Other than that one day, any kind of... No, he had. And and it wasn't until, you know, I had chalked it up to old age. Sure. and But, you know, then it all made sense. And after some medication and a couple of days, it just became apparent that his time had come. Right. Took him to the vet, um, and he was brave and strong to the very end, and, and put him down. And, um, and I got his ashes this morning, and before the show, I went to our park, and... Just let him loose. Cool. I was going to ask you where you yeah. went. I figured it might have been that park. Yeah. And and so that's, you know, that's where he deserves to be. And and it was perfect. The the wind blew at the right time and just took those ashes and just, he's, you know, he's part of that park now. And, and I need to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone on the forum that responded to my thread. Because I was feeling pretty sad and I was feeling really alone but i don't think i've ever heard you like that before on the phone when you called me but uh the outpouring of of people on the tearing up a little bit yeah it's okay and um the outpouring of the people on the boards was extremely nice yeah and and, and, and it made me feel less lonely and and to know that you know people people feel that way about about their dogs too and, and it's amazing how a dog gets into you that much mm-hmm. you know and yeah he's God, it's just going to be a, a different world but i i know i did the right thing of course I'm, you I'm, did i'm not debating it at all i just i miss him we both know a guy who had a dog that was sick for a long time and in my opinion he, he didn't do what was right mm-hmm. and, and i'm proud of you for doing what you did even though it was probably the hardest thing you've ever done mm-hmm. so thank you Brad. you're welcome well with that Thank you, guys. I cannot tell you how much you helped. And um, and Flash thanks you, too. Let's get out of here, Brad. All right. All right. Half hour wasted. We'll see you next week. Bye. Later, guys.